2: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
3: This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. We're in Vegas at the Mandalay Bay NFL Media Headquarters Radio Row. Nick Lowry, former Chiefs kicker, and also Chris T. Clem, former Chief Patrol agent, the U.S. border in Yuma, Arizona. You want to be that now?
1: That's why I retired. (laughs) I, uh, it, was, it was a great run, 27 and a half years, but it was time. and uh, But uh, you know the only thing that's changed about me, and I was just mentioning it, and Nick and I have talked about it, is uh, is uh, I grew my hair out and I grew a beard for the first time. I had a high and tight flat top and, and, and not a whisker on my face for 27 and a half years. Um, it's still in my DNA, which is what we're doing with Massive Blue and the Overwatch. But, yeah, the border's kind of a mess.
3: Yeah, so uh, Nick, obviously Chiefs in the Super Bowl and wanted to get to a lot of that. The, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl – Uh, There was like a 50-year stretch since the year they beat Minnesota. I know all about it. And now it's like. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. How fun is that? As a as a Chiefs great. Well,
0: since you're Waco, Texas, I gotta say I think uh, we gotta stay humble and, and win this game on Sunday. But once we do that, America's team is m- moved to Kansas City, not <laughs> Dallas. No, that's fine with me. I'm a lifelong Washington fan, and I don't even know if they right. exist anymore the way they've
3: played the last several years. But
2: I, I'm a Cowboys fan who, uh, when the Cowboys last won, I was. Just getting my learner's permit, so uh, yeah,
0: yeah. But. Well, the, the the Cowboys haven't learned that no. you gotta you gotta earn it. You can't you can you know talk all you want, but in the end, you got to do it. And the Chiefs have to do that. We all that nobody deserves anything. You gotta earn it, Nick.
2: Nick I, I think you know I, the consistency around the Dallas media and the people that cover the Cowboys is that there is not like they've they've done everything like staff wise, like everything you most teams would have done. No, they haven't but done the, everything, but there is not. Accountability, like when they lost this game, nothing's going to change. Right? They're just going to—they're going to like add another. Part Your to owner, it.
0: who's a great guy, but the owner's got to be able to humble himself and and get a new general manager in there uh, because he's just too close to it and he's too influential. And he's so positive with the players. I think they begin to think that they're better than they are. And in the end, they're great players. They've got great talent. They've got a good organization. But something's missing. And I think sometimes you talk too much as opposed to focus on just getting it done when it matters. Did you ever have, when you were playing, a general – Hank Stram, right? Was it uh, Hank? No, I'm sorry.
3: What am I doing? Now, when you were there... What? Did How you, old do you think I am, I, Well, I'm sixty years no, I Marley, no. Marty Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer. I, not, I would have to be 80 soul. years old to be Hank Strand. No, that's no. right. But when you were... at That's John Stennerud. I'm sorry. But when you
0: were... Um, <laughs> playing did your general manager was he the focal point of every interview not at all Jim Schaff was very quiet and then we had Carl Peterson who was much That's more right. the leader but he also had the uh, confidence to hire a very strong personality and Marty Schottenheimer and your team always takes on the personality of your head coach so you got to have alignment between the owner the general manager and the head coach if you don't have that it's going to be hard to be consistent
2: what's it like for you as as a chiefs Hall of Famer and a, and a and a Chiefs fan to know when you're watching a game that as long as they're within ten points with more than about 35 seconds left that Patrick Mahomes you know what? can pull something out of nowhere. Four years
0: ago, we're playing Houston, we're down by 24 yep, points. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know this uh, once again. I think it's great that we're underdogs because you've got to stay humble and stay focused on the game. I don't care how good you look on paper, but the experience is awesome. And frankly, because it was such a terrible season, at least by these Super Bowl standards, to have come through and metamorphized into who we always wanted them to be, it makes it even more sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What is, I was just in Kansas City the, over the weekend uh, and walking around – uh, it is like the Chiefs, exp- like they dropped a bomb and it just shut Chiefs that all over the 23 below
0: zero, I was down in the stands yeah. right next to the field. That to me was sort of an initiation mm-hmm. of the Chiefs fans showing how tough and committed and loyal they are. And I think we just... Took it to an even higher level it, after it, that. It's
2: unbelievable. Like, you cannot step into a place without hearing the Chiefs Kingdom song. You can't, I mean, like, pe- people... Dun,
0: that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, you da, 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 oh, yeah. chant.
2: Yeah, but you, it's all over the place. It's yes. all over the place. People at, like, stores that sell soap are selling Chiefs T-shirts now. It's all over the place.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, they've earned it. Yeah. They, they've earned it, but they're not just getting attention. They're getting attention because they're winning. Not, not just because they have a star in their helmet. I I said that. <laughs> Now, by the way, Chris Clem is from Sam Houston State University. I'm an SFA guy. and We still are in the same neighborhood here. That, that, That's right. That, yeah, that great rivalry. I hate that it's split up, though, because yeah. of the Division One with what, yeah. what Sam Houston State's doing. Um, this is massive blue overwatch. There's a lot going on, A1, and,
0: uh, AI, excuse yes, me, and yep. all the things. So what are you guys, what are you trying to do here? Well, I'm going to hand the ball. I'm going to be Patrick Mahomes handing off to Rasheed Rice or to to one of our great running backs, Isaiah Pacheco and, and Chris Clem, because I met Chris at the border, and we connected together with behind this company called Massive Blue, which is focused 100% on giving some help to law enforcement, to communities with this tidal wave of criminal behavior on social media and through phones. And I'm just going to hand it off to Chris because he sees better than anybody what he needed back then and what we need right now.
1: That was a long handoff but I got it now. I'm running. (laughs) So we had uh, I spent all my career trying to go against a conventional adversary but the adversary evolved, right? So it is now an unconventional deal. The interconnectedness around the world is using, you know, the, the transnational criminal organizations, domestic criminal organizations are using Online social media and social platforms to target and exploit people to include human trafficking people don't really realize that. so what we've done is essentially with overwatch have created a cyberwall to protect our country to protect our communities, our companies and our most importantly our children. so we, we offer this service uh, to law enforcement agencies uh, to, to help you know develop tips and leads to combat the online predation and, and, and sextortion that's going on. We also will work with uh, philanthropy groups, uh, nonprofits that, you know, go out there and rescue victims of trafficking. Um, And so, you know, Massive Blue is our company name that overwatches the program. So MassiveBlue.io, if anybody is interested, if you've got a faith-based group, if you've got a a connection to law enforcement, if you are a company owner that says, hey, we want to protect our workforce, look us up reach out to us and we'd we'd love to be able to to do some business
2: this what is going on at the border is a humanitarian crisis i mean it is an absolute humanitarian crisis there is i mean and there are um there's no easy answers to it you know and I, i think that everybody wants to to have the quickest answer of like oh what if we just did this but you worked it for so long uh when it comes to technology that the Border Patrol maybe does or does not have, uh, advancing that technology, trying to stay one step ahead of the game, um, I'm, just every minute that you guys don't have something, it, to me it feels like a minute that the criminal organizations can go ahead and have that and use it against
1: you. Well, they, play by the, they don't play by the rules. Yeah. We have to play by the rules, appropriations by law. So I, I kind of I narrowed this down to tall fences, wide gates, right? Yeah. Tall fences is a border security apparatus. The, the infrastructure, the technology, the personnel, the policies to, you know, and to, to put consequences for bad behavior. And then the wide gates is that lawful pathway. But if we're going to wait on Congress to do this, we're going to be waiting and continue to wait. So we've got to take opportunities like using technology and these programs that Nick and I are here for to, to leverage that, to go after these bad actors. Because we're not waiting on the government to say, Hey, we're going to develop. No, we're doing this now. We need to save lives. And, and that's what people understand. not When you talk about the border, it's not a, it's not a if or, or a, you know, a false choice. It's either you secure the border or you're against migrants. No, it's about keeping America safe. It's about finding the right way to build, bring people in that's going to contribute to society and help those that are fleeing. But in the meantime, those that are caught up in this vortex, we need to go after and protect them. And that's where the programs that we're involved in can help.
3: Have you been down near the border at all lately? To yep. where, what are, you, are you, like, blown away, appalled by what you see compared to when you were in the middle of trying to control
1: it? To answer your question, yes. I was in Lukeville, Arizona when it was a hot spot right before Christmas. I was in Eagle Pass right before okay. Christmas. I've been down there. I, I, have, I live in Arizona, so I've seen it. I am not shocked. It's exactly what it was like in Yuma in 21 and 22. Okay. Nothing has changed. In fact, the numbers are only higher. I'm appalled because it's only now that They want to address it. That's why, you know, look, both sides are at fault. American people and the migrants are caught in this, and we need to fix it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really inspiring to hear you and, or, and hear, you know, an expert on this. Because we really, we don't hear from people who've been there working it and trying to see and seeing both sides of, okay, this guy's a criminal, this guy is fleeing this guy who I'm trying to get, and we're somehow going after the wrong dude, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. you know, like that, that has got to be a really hard and complex thing, but we don't really hear that from the, we hear from, you know, a politician who's got a paper in front of them that's saying what somebody else told them to say. Yeah, no, yep.
1: it's frustrating. We've lived it. I, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, I think uh, the truth will set you free, and that's why we keep talking about it and we use these platforms
0: you were going to add something to it or was that what you... Got? Well, you know what? When I, when I met Chris for the first time, uh, we were educated that uh, during the previous administration, there was about 25 people a day and there was up to almost 1,000 a day. And it's probably what, Chris? It's even worse now.
1: Well, the numbers, again... It, it, That's it, just in Yuma. It, yeah, that was Yuma. It was 25 a day to 1,000 days. So, uh, the, you know, look, we're, we had a record number, 302,000 mm-hmm. illegal encounters in December. The largest single month in history... And then January it was over 176,000, which is the largest single January on record. So, yeah, it hasn't gotten better.
3: So when you see some of the stories about those who are coming across the border, the ones that you're wanting to try to apprehend or protect against, and you see
1: what they could be doing based on reports, that's what you're worried. That that's that's that's, what keeps that's me it, up, right? That's what keeps me up at night. You know, the people that are turning sure. themselves in, the big volumes, you know, there, there's, a, there's a pathway to fix that. But it's the ones that are getting in the way, the ones we don't see, that should scare the heck out of all of
0: us. And one, another statistic, this is about five months ago now, the New York Times. New York Times, not exactly a far-right newspaper, 250,000 250, unaccounted for youth that have come across the border. And what percentage of them are in, in child trafficking and sex trafficking? It's just not right. That's all it is. Because they, we could
3: discuss the bad apples, and there are a bunch of them. But really, a lot of people are just trying to find an opportunity, like coming to the United States, correct? Yes. And they come here, and they're being, it depends, bus to certain places, or they're so being, they get across the border, and next they you know to they're, the they're wide, in a worse
1: situation than they were. That's the wide gate piece. 90-plus yep. percent of the people we encountered are economic migrants. They're looking for work. That is not an asylum claim. That doesn't meet the merits. And that's, again— why we need to figure out lawful, lawful, better lawful pathways so people can get into the country that need to get in the country.
3: All right, again, it's uh, again Chris Clem and also Nick Lowry.
0: Uh, Twenty-six to, to seventeen. So if you want my prediction, 26-17. for the Chiefs, and uh, it's massiveblue.io. Go to massiveblue.io. Thank you very much. Twenty-six to
2: seventeen means Butker's involved. He, Four field he's goals. Backing up the there kicker. You uh, there you go.
3: There you go. Nick Lowry, Chris Clem. Thank you so Thanks much for, having for your us. time.